all the nutrition information out there today. Everything's conflicting, completely confusing. How are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree? This is Outspoken Nutrition. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, and we're going to break it all down. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. We have a special guest. We actually have Barbara Barron. She is the family meals dietitian, and she's going to be here talking about the importance of family meals. So Barbara, thank you for coming on the Outspoken Nutrition Podcast. Oh, it's so, I'm so excited to be here, Laura, and I love what you're doing, promoting more vegetables on the plate. So I'm, I'm excited to be here and support that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, give us a little bit, you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your background? I am uh, the family meals dietitian, and I am a registered dietitian. However, I, family meals are near and dear to my heart. So many, I learned so much growing up, and I'm sure you can all relate. Uh, you learn life skills at the family, at the family table, at the dinner table. And this is something that I want to support others in. And uh, time is such a factor these days. We're busy moms working, juggling career, juggling our kids' schedule, our whole, and sometimes we're even juggling uh, our older parents' schedules. So uh, I want to create less stress, more smiles at the dinner table. And I'm talking not only about for the kids, but for the adults too. Yeah. And you know, that was one of the reasons why I actually started the Eat Your Effing Veggie Challenge is because it, how many adults don't eat their vegetables? You know, we're always focused on, are the kids eating our fruits and vegetables? But often as adults, we don't. Absolutely. You know, um, we're role models, as you know, as adults, and our kids model and see what we eat and what we don't eat. And if we don't like something, they may not be... At- really there to try it because if we don't like it, we're not going to serve it, right? And uh, so it's important to kind of try new foods. And just if you don't like it, then there's another one on its way, but at least give it a try. That's what I say. Yeah, absolutely. And I know, Barbara, you come from a fairly similar family background that I do. I know we're both Italians. Yes. Italians <laughs> and we the, both. I think our grandpa- grandmother's name is very similar. <laughs> yeah. And we both come from, you know, that large Italian family. So, you know, I'm sure much like you, family meals were always really important. Yes. You come to the dinner table. You know, growing up, we were never forced to eat anything. Uh, And I know some families have that, you know, clean the plate club. But my parents or my were just like, you know, just give it a try. I I hated spinach growing up, Laura, I hate to say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but now I love it. And when you're, when you're a kid, your taste buds are so kind of like overly sensitive to certain bitter tastes. And I didn't like it, but my mother would put a forkful on my plate and say, just try it. So a little bit inch by inch, I, I got to, I really do enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's, it's funny that you said that about your mom, because I know even when I was going through nutrition school, they always used to say with kids, even if the kids don't eat it, just put it on the plate. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the other aspect to uh, getting kids more engaged, and maybe it's not even just kids, older teens, as well as sometimes it's our partners, right? 
if, they, if you get them involved with the whole preparation process or the shopping or the menu planning, there's more interest. There's more of an investment in what's to come for the week. Uh, so you can want to get excited about what's the meal that's coming. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one interesting thing I did because when my kids were little is when I was going through nutrition school is I actually, when they used to go grocery shopping with me, I allowed them to pick out one fruit or one vegetable every week and they could pick anything they wanted. So we got all kinds of yucca and dragon fruit and all kinds of stuff every week. I love it. I love it. You really expose them to uh, all different types of flavors and textures. Yeah. And that's the beauty of food, right? We, uh, we eat with our eyes, with our five senses, with our eyes and our nose, we can smell everything, uh, our taste buds. Absolutely. So I know you run a couple groups. You want to talk to us about some of the groups that you run on Facebook? And I know you have some workshops coming up too. Yes, I do. I have, um, if anyone's interested, any of your listeners are interested to learning more, I have a free Facebook group called Better Meals with Barbara. And uh, I periodically run some great challenges and um, we have some great discussions in there. And it's also there to support you, to support everyone who is struggling with time. Obviously, time has been an issue before the pandemic, and it's an issue to this day. So uh, all, anything that I can do to help you create some shortcuts to family meals, and it's healthy family meals that taste good. Um, I also have a um, upcoming a, web, a webinar, actually a workshop. It's a mini workshop, 60 minutes. And it's just basically frozen to fabulous shortcuts to delicious meals with some really juicy bonuses if you sign up. Uh, there's a meal planner and a shopping list, a free ebook. I have um, a five day meal plan as well with a grocery list. And if you register before the 20th of September, your listeners can get a free nutrition consult with me. It's a strategy session where we'll I'll give you a, a, just an overview of how you can make your meals healthier at home and we'll, I'll personalize it. It's customized. Awesome. That sounds so amazing. And I know I am in your Better Meals, meals with Barbara group and I love some of the recipes you did. When you did those uh, Italian peppers, that totally brought me back to my childhood. Right, the Italian, the long peppers. Yes. Yep. Uh, I did a kind of like a series of, of uh, stuffing things too. <laughs> I have a recipe on there on unstuffed bell peppers. I did stuffed mushrooms and I'm about to post something on stuffed tomatoes because tomatoes are uh, really in, in season this year, this, uh, this time of year. So that's coming, coming soon. And it's just quick and easy meals that you can make. You cook once and you eat three times. And the frozen to fabulous really gives you some tips on what you can freeze and what isn't so great to freeze. Yeah, that's, that's really important because I know so many times, you know, we'll try to freeze food or we're afraid of freezing food. So to have those guidelines is, is really helpful. And I love all your veggie recipes. Um, we're getting ready on this Monday to kick off another five-day Eat Your Effing Veggie Challenge. So 
you know, those of you that are in the five day eat your effing veggie challenge, go over and join Barbara's um, Better Meals with Barbara Facebook page because she's got so many amazing veggie recipes that will really help you come this coming week during our challenge. So that would be really helpful. Thank you, Laura. Now, Bar yeah. And now, Barbara, let's talk a little bit about, you know, kind of the the family dynamic end when it comes to mealtime. I know a lot of times we just think of it as dinner, but it's so much more than just dinner when it comes to those mealtimes. Absolutely. It's breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. And nowadays we are generally with our families 24-7, right? Um, the dynamics, just whatever, uh, my, my goal is to have you think of how many meals you have together now and just kind of make a pledge, one more this week, one more family meal. It could be breakfast, it could be lunch or dinner. And put the cell phones down, put the mobile devices, turn the TV off. We really get stuck into our heads. We're not communicating at the table anymore. And so kids who um, have family meals have better self-esteem. They have better grades. All the benefits come from, from having that meal, to sharing a meal together. There's manners that are learned. This skill building with preparing meals together. I have a, kind of like a three-step plan which would is make the plan together with your kids and your entire family, not just uh, even your partner. Then if you can, as you did, as, as you did with your kids growing up, get them involved with the shopping piece so that they're choosing some of the, know how to choose what, what's right, what's not. Uh, so get them shopping. So you're shopping that plan. And then the preparation, have them involved in the kitchen. So many skills can be learned knife skills and or just how to wash a, a fruit and vegetable making sure that it looks nice on the plate setting the table you can get kids involved with as young as uh, toddlers just putting a napkin on the table and they feel good about it so it really does build your self-esteem of getting getting your family involved with the whole meal process yeah, and I can tell you too, also from being a parent of now teenagers, you have so little time with your teenagers at this point. They have busy lives, they may have jobs, they may have friends, and let's face it, parents aren't cool. <laughs> That's true. But the one thing I found that we can kind of bond over is being in the kitchen. And a lot of times when they're preparing things, you know, they'll be telling me about their day or something that happened. So it really allows that open communication path that a lot of times has been shut off when they become teenagers. Def absolutely. One thing, and I can speak from experience with my own kids as well. And yes, I'm a dietitian, have all the credentials or whatever. But as my, uh, growing up with my own kids, I got them involved with cooking, stirring. And to this day, now, the other day, when my 26-year-old, he made dinner for us. And, you know, it was, was fabulous. And he was kind of like the creative chef. So you can reap the benefits after you've uh, planted the seeds. Absolutely. Absolutely. That would be great. And, you know, going back to your um, 
comment about, you know, just learning the skills, the knife skills, the basic cooking skills. I, when I, um, when I first uh, started health coaching, I actually had one of my first clients pay me to come to her house to teach her how to cook an entire chicken. She never cooked an entire chicken in her life and had no idea how to do it. That's fantastic that you were there to show her. And sometimes we don't always have our, you know, our parents, mothers or fathers to show, you know, around to, to show us and having you there, I'm sure she was very grateful to learn. Nowadays, yeah. you do have, uh, you could Google a lot, in, uh, but I'm sure the experience, experience that she had with working with you was far more better than watching a YouTube video. Yeah. And, you know, just being able to be a kid and learn those things. I think a lot of those things we just took for granted. I know, and probably Barbara, much like you, growing up in an Italian household, you learned how to chop an onion at a really early age. Oh, do you remember uh, just green beans? Yes. And my grandmother would, because my grandmother didn't live too far from me. Uh, so she would be, my mother worked. And so my grandmother would come up and take care of things. So she would get dinner ready and we would be taking the ends off of the string beans, cleaning the string beans, washing the spinach. Uh, and I hated spinach back then. <laughs> Uh, and then, so yes, I agree, getting, getting kids involved. The other thing too, uh, you know, we talked about time being such an issue. Most of like, according to the research, like 63% Americans really decide what they're going to eat a half hour before dinner. Do you realize that? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I could, you could, all, we could all relate with that. You know, you're coming home or you're coming off your uh, Zoom calls or meetings, being at home. So that's why I really encourage kind of setting some kind of a plan for the week, if you can. And it doesn't have to be so rigid and structured, but doing that with your kids really gets, also gets them involved. Yeah. And I agree with you. It is very difficult. You know, we're all living such busy lives, whether it's from Zoom. I mean, I know there's not too many kids sports going on right now, but work and school and cyber school or whatever school your kid is in or just work being nuts right now because everything's up in the air or maybe you have a spouse home working with you which could be a little tense too absolutely um, the, the thing too when you think of it it's so easy to put together a, a meal in 30 minutes whether and i, I guess i'm look, talking more about dinner right now um, mm -hmm. But even for lunch, dinner, your dinner meals could be your lunch, you know, leftovers could be for lunch. Mm -hmm. And it really can take, you can do something in 30 minutes, like last night, I'll give you an example. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. We love examples. Entertain me here. Uh, I, I myself didn't know what I wanted to have. It was, it's um, downsized now, but I bought shrimp. And I had shrimp actually in the freezer, Ted defrosted it. And I just put that in a skillet, garlic, oil, and I added some spinach and put that over pasta. One, two, three. How easy yeah. is that? So I had vegetables, I had my protein, and I had grains. Uh, and you could do a whole wheat pasta. If you don't like whole wheat pasta, that's okay. You can get your whole grains from other areas and more and i had this the fiber from the spinach it's just a really 
nourishing meal. And it I agree. took minutes to make. Yeah. We do something fairly similar at our house. My husband, we just recently, well, not recently, but um, not too long ago, discovered those microwave bags of rice. Now, I have to admit, for the last 11 years, I have not owned a microwave. Our microwave broke. We never used it, so I never bought a new one. I think I must have been on your, uh, <laughs> we must have been sisters then because I, same thing happened to me. <laughs> yeah. So we finally got a microwave because my kids got those like little stuffed animals for Christmas one year from a grandparent that you have to microwave to bring into bed. So I was like, ah, oh, now we need a microwave. So I got a little $30 microwave from Walmart. It's the tiniest microwave ever. And my husband was like, oh, well, can you get those? Like he's, he saw them in the store, those like 90 second bags of rice. He goes, this way I can kind of throw some rice and veggies and chicken in a bowl and eat it real fast. Well, that has been his go-to whenever I'm busy is the rice. He throws in some veggies, some chicken, and then puts like salsa on top of it. And he's been eating these rice bowls. Wow. That's, uh, you know, it, there's so much, there are frozen foods out there that are good for you. There's a miss, I guess, misinformation that maybe canned foods are no good or frozen foods. If you know how to read the label, you can buy something really healthy and nutritious. So if it's fresh frozen, it can be just as good, if not sometimes better than fresh. And that's what I, one of the points that I teach, go over in my Frozen to Fabulous. You can really get a nutritious food from it being frozen, whether you're freezing it yourself or you're buying it already frozen. And I have a secret for freezing rice, by the way. Oh, really? You care to share it? It's in my Better Meals with Barbara Facebook. Oh, that was good. <laughs> well, I will make sure to put it in the show notes so everyone can get that secret. <laughs> and yeah, it's really, uh, there. it's so easy. Uh, the other, th I, I always encourage some um, legumes in, in during the course of the day too. So adding a half a cup of beans throughout the day, whether you're sprinkling it in salads or putting into in your main dish, it's another great, great, great way to get fiber and uh, protein and iron, just really good nutrition. And um, those are just like little ways to get foods that are more, having making meals that are more healthy. Yeah. And, you know, I think there's been this misnomer over the years that healthy food has to be difficult and it has to be expensive. Or and like the cardboard. <laughs> Yeah. And the things that we're teaching, we're talking about here today with rices and pastas and legumes and stuff like that, they can all be wildly healthy. Yes. You know, there is, uh, there, there's really no one bad food, but there are mm -hmm. bad, uh, I guess I don't want to say bad, but you can kind of overdo it on not having a healthy eating pattern, so to speak. Right. And, and really yeah. everyone, um, Everyone has different tastes. So it's important to know what you like and choose for those healthy foods from the ones that you, for the ones that you like. I really do encourage variety because every food and food group has key nutrients that the other doesn't have. So it's kind of like kumbaya. <laughs> Absolutely. I could not agree more on that. And I love 
you know, how, how you stated that all those food groups they do, they have, you know, that nutritional value that if you're just cutting grains out, you're losing out on things. Yeah, the, You want to kind of keep it in there and keep it balanced to whatever works for you. Yep. Uh, you know, those uh, B vitamins are really uh, key in many of your, your grains and whole grains. And as you know, the fiber. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Barbara, I think this has been so fantastic. There is so much that we need to be doing more with our meals, with our families, or even if you live alone with yourself. I know a lot of people that are living alone, oftentimes meals become kind of second thought. Yes. And it's really important to focus on that because meals, it's important for our family and our relationship, but it's also so important for our own mental health and taking that moment to, um, you know, be grateful for what we have. I always encourage, this is my, my words of wisdom, always make time for a meal with family and friends. And you're, that's it. If you can do yeah. that and one more a week, that's all it takes just to get a little bit closer to, that connection and that having healthy meals together. Don't make it difficult. It doesn't have to be that hard. And you know that, Laura. Mm -hmm. Yeah, simple is key. And if you can keep it simple and easy, and I know Barbara, your Better Meals with Barbara has a lot of amazing tips on there. Um, I know you have your mini workshop coming up on October 8th from Frozen to Fabulous, which is, this is perfect time for that workshop because we're coming into that time where we're not going to have access to all those fresh fruits and vegetables anymore. And a lot of times we'll be leaning more on frozen um, meals or frozen vegetables. And I agree with you so much that, you know, those frozen veggies that you can get in the supermarket, go for them, especially it's, especially if you don't have the fridge space or maybe you often buy fresh vegetables, but you can't use them up before they go bad. So that's great to have that as an option. And how often does that happen some, to, some, to some of us? <laughs> oh, man, I can't tell you how many times I have thrown celery away. <laughs> I, I know. It's, it's, uh, you know, you buy and it's like, oh, I'm going to eat that. And I was like, I better cook that before it goes. <laughs> that's yeah, and I am not a celery person. So for me, it's always celery. Every week, there's like a new bunch of celery in the garden. My, my favorite is Swiss chard. But we can get, um, we can get a whole other thing on fruits and vegetables, on veggies, <laughs> as you know. And uh, this, is, this is also uh, Veggie Month, as well oh, as Family Meals nice. Month. September is family, National Family Meals Month, and uh, also vegetable month, fruit and vegetable month. <laughs> oh, I did not know. That was actually kind of good because we, well, we know I like my veggies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Recipes. Well, thank you so much, Barbara, for joining us. Guys, I will have Barbara's information all on the show notes for today. So feel free to click the links, join her group, sign up for her mini workshop. Remember, if you're getting on that mini workshop, get on and register by the 20th. So I am, thank you again so much, Barbara, for joining us. Thank you, Laura. I just want to remind everybody this Monday, September 21st, we kick off the five-day Eat Your Effing Veggie Challenge. Make sure you get on Facebook. Make sure you join. And don't forget to eat your effing veggies. I'll talk to you all next week.